Welcome to the Rebel Physician Podcast, where we are creating a path for physicians to break free from the toxic medical system to create an enjoyable and a sustainable career in medicine. Join us each week as we challenge the status quo, push boundaries, and seek to create a better healthcare system for all. Hello, hello. I am coming to you right now from Hawaii at the time of this recording. Anyway, I will be home by the time this podcast comes out. I am here as part of a spirituality retreat that I have been looking forward to for months. I am here by myself. I have left my children and husband at home alone and it was very difficult for me to leave. I'll tell you I had, it was very emotional about it. I have not left my son yet overnight since he was born. So, and it's been a long time since I've traveled alone for pure pleasure and relaxation. And, um, it has been a wonderful experience for me to face guilt (laughs) and, and work through that and recognize that I really need to continue to practice what I preach. And I preach a lot about resting and doing things for yourself that are going to fill your cup. So that is what I'm doing. And what we're going to talk about today is uh, something called The Gap and the Gain. Now, this is a book by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And if you have not read this book, I highly, highly recommend it to you to purchase for yourself like today. (laughs) It's called The Gap and the Gain, The High Achiever's Guide to Happiness, Confidence, and Success. I read this book maybe about a year ago now, and after it was recommended to me several times by other physicians. And it has really changed my perspective on so many things. In particular, my ability to focus on the right things in my career, and also in in my family life and personal life as well. And I'm going to talk to you about the gap mainly. And then definitely there's more context and examples of in the book. So this is going to be really only a cursory overview um, to explain the concept and bring some awareness that this concept exists and it's truly life-changing. And then please get the book um, for yourself as well. So the gap in the gain is two different ways of how we can view ourselves in the present moment, basically. So most people, especially doctors, because of how we are conditioned, view our current success achievements um, status based on some ideal future self or place that we want to be. And this starts really early in medical school. In fact, I was talking to a few medical students this past week about this book for the same reasons, because they brought up the arrival fallacy and something that I've talked about on the podcast before, where they're always just looking for the next achievement. When can I graduate? When can I be a resident? When can I be an attending? And um, I relate to this because this is exactly what I went through. It's you're always kind of pushing towards the next milestone without any awareness of how far you've already come. So I'm sure you can identify at some point in your life where this was really obvious, where, you know, you're a resident and it's grueling and exhausting and you just keep thinking, oh, this will be so much better when I become an attending, 
when I become an attending, that's when I'll really feel like I know what I'm doing and I'm confident and I'm smart enough and I'm good enough and all of those things. You might be feeling it a little bit more subtly right now if you're already an attending and you're kind of feeling like, is this all there is? <laughs> like, I did all this work and here I am and I don't even know what it's all for. And some of this feeling um, of restlessness or feeling lost is because you no longer have a future goal that you're working towards because for so long, it was always just this, when I become an attending, when I have X job, when I have Y degree, then I'll feel like I have it all. But that never happens. Of course, you're just, you just kind of eventually get to this place where you're like, well, what was that? What was the point of that? I didn't, I I expected to feel happier than I do. And I don't, I feel empty and miserable and overwhelmed and all of these normal emotions that physicians have. So it could be that you have a very clear idea of some vision of yourself in the future and who you want to be. Or it could be that you really don't. You just know that you're not comfortable where you are. But anytime essentially you are comparing yourself to either the perfect ideal of who you are or some, some other physician or some other person in your life, you are focusing on the gap. And what that means is that there is a vision, an ideal in your mind, either about how, what the, per, you know, quote unquote, perfect doctor should be, how they should behave, or maybe this is someone, a colleague or someone in your life who you think they have it all together. That's what success looks like. And you feel like shit because you don't embody that yet. You're focusing on all of the things that you are missing in order to be that perfect ideal. This is called being in the gap. And the gap is awful because what you're focusing on is everything that you're not. And maybe if you're like most people, you're even telling yourself that you can never be those things and why you can never be those things. Like I can never be the, um, as good as the surgeon in the office next to me because, um, they're way more confident than me or they see more patients than me, or they have better help, or they don't have the, all the responsibilities at home. It's all these reasons why you can never be the ideal or why you're not good enough already. Doctors live in the gap almost always, unless they read this book and then they're working on being in the game. So let's contrast the gap to being in the game. And this is a very simple concept but I want you to really do the exercise to feel what it's like energetically and emotionally to be in the game. Okay. Imagine yourself 10 years ago. Maybe you were still a resident. Maybe you were, um, at medical school, wherever you were 10 years ago. And, you know, do the math to add up how old you were, or where you were in your life. And think about that per- that version of you. So 10 years ago for me, I was, so I graduated from medical school in 2012. So I was in my, it was an intern. (laughs) I was an OBGYN intern. Oh my goodness. I have so much compassion and love for her. I was literally (laughs) deer in headlights every day. (laughs) I remember being on labor and delivery and 
thinking like, how am I going to ever handle all of these laboring women and remember all the cervical exams and know how to treat and how to chart on all these tracings. And I remember a moment I had in when I was like one of the first C-sections I ever scrubbed into thinking, I am never going to be able to remember all the steps of a C-section. I truly felt that. <laughs> I truly thought there's no way I could ever remember even how to dictate a C-section, let alone do a C-section by myself. Um, that's where I was 10 years ago. I'll, I remember it so vividly sitting in a chair when we were dictating into a phone and having to read how to do it, like read the, like in my little red book that I had in my white coat, like how to dictate it. So I didn't forget any of the steps. And wow, right? That is so crazy to think about now when a C-section is like one of the things that is just muscle memory at this point. You know, I do it, I can do it at exhausted middle of the night, 2 a.m. I can do it immediately as a stat to get a baby out who's in distress without even a second thought. So it's amazing to think about how far I've come from 10 years ago. And I want you to do the same, like really think about that. So the gain is remembering where you've come, how far you've come from, basically. I mean, there's so much power in that. And it's so, so obvious, but no one in our training or none of our colleagues or peers are reminding us to focus on where we were five or 10 years ago. I remember when I was an intern, all I ever wanted was to just be in attending and feel confident in what I have and the skills I had. And I I wanted to be able to do a C-section by myself. Maybe I even couldn't imagine that was possible for me. I wanted to just be able to know the steps of a (laughs) C-section. And now it's, I'm, I'm just so much further along in my career than that in ways that I never dreamed of. And when you can do that for yourself and you remember, wow, like, remember what I was back then? There was something back then that you wanted that you have today. And maybe today what you have that you thought you wanted is awful and you hate it and you don't want it anymore. (laughs) But simply remembering that you wanted it at one point and now you have it is a very, very powerful experience for yourself because it brings the awareness back to how powerful you really are and what you truly are capable of. And it's there for you to bring to the light, to the surface at any moment in time. So the gap is focusing on some ideal, perfect, you know, future version of yourself or someone who's better than you. (laughs) And the gain is thinking about who you were in the past and and, and realizing how far you've come. Now, one more little point I want to bring home is what is the point of having the ideal then? What is the point of having something in the future? If it's not, the focus is not on what you're missing, right? That's the the whole point of this book. And what I'll encourage you to do on a regular basis is always focus on how far you've come. And that's all well and good, except for you're going to continue on living, right? And, you know, Focusing on the past is really, really good for confidence and, and recognition of your amazing, unique abilities and these gifts and everything and, and having gratitude. But how do you, how does it, it doesn't propel you forward, right? So the purpose of the, the future ideal of where you're going is not uh, a destination. That's one of the biggest points of this book. The future 
goal is not a destination because that's going to keep changing as you change. It is only a direction for you to focus on for the next, you know, weekday, month, year. So let's say that in, you know, a year from now, I want to be, you know, be more presence in my marriage, have more fun with my kids. And I could focus on how I'm always stressed around them. I never, I never have time to play with them. I'm probably destroying them because of X, Y, Z reason that mom Gil has, right? I left them to go to Hawaii. I, that would be in the gap. If I wanted to use this future ideal, then I would be asking myself questions like, what's something I can do this month to get me closer to that goal of being more present in my marriage, of having more fun with my kids? And it would be doing something like, I will take 10 minutes, something easy. I will take 10 minutes to have a tickle fight or have a pillow fight with them. And and with my husband, we will carve out date nights. We will find a babysitter and we will carve out date nights for us to connect. That's more useful. That's a more useful way to use the future ideal instead of beating yourself up that you're not there yet. That's not the point. <laughs> That's not the point. It's awful to do that, right? And, and yet this is what we do every day of our life. So I will leave that with you. The Gap and the Gain by Dan Sullivan. I encourage you to get the book and read it at some point. It's very good. And If you aren't already in the Rebel Physician community, then I want you to invite you personally to come and join us. It's a free community for physicians where we come together to grow and feed our inner rebel. We are all truly rebellious. And all I mean by that is we all have desires that we are scared to integrate into our professional life for fear or conditioning or lack of awareness that we even have them. So come to this, come join us in this community. It's growing more and more every day. And I can't wait to see you there. Have a great week. Hey there. Just wanted to take some quick time here to let you know that if you have been thinking about doing a podcast and it feels really overwhelming and you like the idea of podcasting, but the other stuff like the editing and production feels too overwhelming, I wanted to let you know about the people who now edit and produce my podcast, which is Pretty Easy Podcasts. And for the first year and a half of my podcast, I was doing everything myself. And I had tried to contract out editing and it was really got some really, really bad (laughs) results. So I was hesitant to try again, but I'm so glad that I did because working with Pretty Easy Podcasts has been so amazing. They can get your shows recorded, posted with a complete podcast studio at your disposal. You could record from home, your office or the park or really anywhere. And then they totally cater to your schedule and It's just so easy to work with them. I cannot say enough good things. So if it's been on your mind to do a podcast, then definitely check out Pretty Easy Podcast at prettyeasypodcast.com and sign up today. It's super affordable and it's so fun working with them. So definitely check it out.